Hey, this is Lord Ward Otwell for MTG Cast Network. Let you know a little bit of what's going on lately. So you might have noticed some sudden changes, as it were. Um, I'm releasing this particular piece as number 12 of my collection. Today is the evening of September 16th, 2007. Um, you're going to continue to receive several of my stuff to get caught up to date. It's going to be coming on a fairly frequent basis between two to three times a week until everything's caught up, at which point I'm going to go at least weekly with a show with brand new content every week. I've been recently took over one of the fast in publication size, you want to put it, for the shows to make sure people get theirs all scheduled and whatnot. So, anyways, I'll let Don, Don talk about that when, he, when he's ready. But you'll notice that myself get put up there fairly, fairly regularly, fairly quickly. I would also like to uh, note that I do have still another 15 podcasts already pre-recorded and edited, another five hours of material recorded, not yet edited for publication. Um, before I'll be get to the point where I'm, I'm completely up to date with everything I do every week. But now I figured I'd also let you know a few other things going on. Um, I think by the time you'll you'll get this 22nd. In Denver will be a $1,500 cash standard tournament that we're that is being hosted by Enchanted Ground at a off off location site. That particular game is going to be standard based game. It's going to be kind of nice. It's going to be 1,500 guaranteed, regardless of the number of players. Every person over one, I mean 100 or 150 that shows up, will contribute towards the added prize pool that'll be split among the, all the participants. Um, ironically enough, I will be there. Jin will be there. I'm hoping to do a podcast while there. I'm hoping to uh, beat Jin down in the in a game if we end up getting matched up in a say feature match, podcaster versus podcaster. Be kind of funny. Um, I suspect he's going to bring it. I'm bringing it. Bradford will be bringing it. Our uh, super lucky Mr. Uh, Paul Bradford, who a few months, well, I guess like like six or seven months ago, became part of Unknown Stars, um, the Magic Online group team that is uh, ran by Gavin Barhey, one of the other hosts on the uh, Monday Night Magic for this particular for MTG cast. If you've heard from him quite a bit, he happens to run the uh, team known, known as Unknown Stars. At times, I've included Bradford and um, Steve Colenda and another member of the uh, uh, Brad Piazza, as uh, who are also all members of the team on those stars and I use them from time to time on my podcast kind of funny it's not ironic but you know that would be interesting because I expect all, both, of them, both of them will be there in attendance as well so we'll make good use of that come come the 22nd I play for some real money I was hoping to get BDM to talk about one of his columns but it didn't actually happen I'm going to email him one more time between now hoping he'll post something on this week column of his the week four because it's just about it's it's a week away basically so it's hitting down to the wire some other recent news um, it has confirmation has come down this week not yet publicly released on Watsi's website but pretty much you can take this uh, pretty pretty much in the bank on August 8th through the 10th of 2008 will be Grand Prix Denver Grand Prix Denver yep that's right Grand Prix Denver 2008 been a long time in the making uh, many of us have pushed for and have asked for consideration requesting hopefully that they would uh, consider it Grand Prix Denver um, it's kind of hard to explain because Denver is, is what we call a minor major city for magic basically we're just big enough to get people's attention yet there there's some questions and and about its location for big events the features that they are offered in. Um, are we really too remote to host a big event, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Denver, Colorado is one of the most beautiful states in the country, especially during the summer when there's tons and tons and tons of things to do. It's not just skiing to worry about. There's massive numbers of um, exploratory things. If you like to go hiking, there's lots of sightseeing trips. There's tons of mountains that you can go walking up and down, etc. Fairly a nice location. It looks really nice in the summer. It's always blue skies. Pretty much uh, sunny, sunny sunshine almost 300 days a year in Colorado. And even during the winter months when we do get snow in the cities they melt fairly quickly most of the time except the occasional week-long blast we'll get but most of the snow from the mountains so people can go back and skiing during the winter but yeah so basically what brought this around months and months and months ago and you'll hear in one of the other podcasts that have yet to be published uh, where I actually did play-by-play and, and event coverage of the Denver City Championships at that event I made a big deal about the fact that the attendance record that was set by Denver was absolutely phenomenal it blew away everybody else in the U.S. by not even just a few numbers 
few percentage points. Like the second place city for attendance numbers was almost 25% less in attendance than Denver. That 25%. Denver had nearly one quarter more than the second place team for attendance for the city championships this year, which earned us two invites to nationals, plus some guy who got two buys, plus another guy who got one buy, which is a phenomenal fact. And because of that, I decided after that event, uh, with some coordination and, and encouragement from uh, Eric Smith, who was our TO and has been our TO and one of the original 13 TOs that Watsi first tapped into for the creation of the Pro Tour and the Pro Tour Qualifier Circuit, etc. One of the original, he's what you can consider the, he's one of the few remaining, actually, because there's not, not a mall or so involved, but one of the few TOs that's still remaining from the original guard, the original um, untouchable group of people in under Watsi's uh, management and organization of major events. So, anyways, me and him, good friend of mine, Eric Smith, we uh, took those numbers and we both made our individual cases to Scott Larby and others uh, that we deserve some attention for the fact that we had produced such an output of players and that we uh, needed to be reconsidered for... So, me and Eric made our cases to Scott Larby and the other powers to be. Um, I don't remember the person's name exactly, but the person in charge of scheduling Grand Prix. That, you know what, they should take a look at that numbers and seriously consider the fact that maybe this due for Denver to have another Grand Prix. We, the fact that we blew away everybody and got everybody's attention with their with our attendance records that they set made Watsi and the people of the DCI organized play, well, at least not necessarily DCI, made the yeah, DCI organized play and others to reconsider maybe their stance on what Denver might be. Are we really only a minor major major Magic City? Or are we, in fact, maybe a medium level? Maybe are we big enough to consider things like Grand Prix on a more regular basis? Maybe we're big enough to consider possibly a U.S. National someday in the future? Maybe 2009, 2010, possibly? Um, we do now have a level four judge who lives in Denver. Been living in Denver for a very long, very long time. He's been a Broncos season ticket holder for like 15 years, <laughs> as well as a Nuggets season ticket holder for like 20 years. So, yeah, he's been there for a very long time. Uh, that'd be Scott Marshall, our level four judge, and then 2007 national U.S. Nationals head judge. Um, he was also a judge at another Grand Prix not that long ago. And with, with Scott now living in the city, well, Scott living, having been living in the city forever, he's also a decent friend of mine. He is uh, going to make an effort to possibly introduce City as a potential major Magic City, major, major Magic City to Watsi by showing around the city, showing what's all here, maybe getting more comfortable to the idea of having events in the downtown part of Denver. But back to the point, case in point. Anyways, me and me and Eric made our cases for Scott Larrabee and others. Uh, they gave it some consideration. At that point, you know, since I'm just a basically a spectator who could voice his opinion and happens to have uh, at least the ability to, to let, have Larrabee not completely, you know, at least Larrabee will listen to me, you know, give me some opinion, give me a give me a, um, an ear from time to time, but not enough that, you know, I can do anything important, you know, just enough that he knows who I am, recognizes me, and it'll listen to my, to my opinions from time to time. Well, they took their data, they went back, look, gave it some thought, gave it some consideration, talked to Eric on many occasions since then, and from past forward five months from City National City Championships, uh, word came down this past week that Grand Prix Denver has been scheduled for August 8th through the 10th. It won't be downtown Denver, unfortunately. It'll be at the Holiday Inn, which is kind of the outskirts of Denver towards the airport, only like a couple miles from the airport, but it's also kind of the outskirts town, unfortunately, so we won't get to see too much of the downtown, which is the awesome area, but that's partially also due to the fact that the big downtown convention center basically got booked by the Democratic National Convention, which is also being held early August 2008 and that same weekend, and since Nationals is going to be held potentially the weekend before that, before Grand Prix Denver, um, rumor is that maybe the first weekend in August, or the last weekend in uh, July, is when U.S. Nationals will be, because of those two factors, um, and the fact that the Democratic National Convention decided to rent out pretty much every major place that had any kind of substantial size to it downtown Denver for the entire month of August. Um, that pretty much knocked our ability to have it down in downtown Lodo. So we're going to gonna be gonna be at the DIA near the airport, which is fine location. Same place we had the original Grand Prix at back in 2000. We have all of our pre-releases at the same location. It is quite big. We use up only a small portion of that area 
and it'll be more than adequate for the size of a Grand Prix. It's looking very good. And uh, timing-wise, it's going to be block, most likely going to be block constructed, though that detail may change. All it's been locked in for sure because Watsi will release the actual format. There's there's some some debate on whether or not it'll be legacy versus block constructed, but um, I think the likelihood is pretty much going to be block constructed. So it's looking good. Looks like we got the vote in. I hope. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd like to personally thank Scott Larby and everybody else involved in the uh, decision process and the consideration for making Grand Prix, Grand Prix Denver 2008 a possibility. I think it's an awesome, awesome fact to happen. I'm going to have a, uh, hopefully we'll have a bunch of podcasters there from a couple of different organizations, albeit like Top 8 Magic. Um, I hope we're all going to have like a quote summit. Maybe you'll have a, a multi-network podcast session going on. Who knows? You know, it ought to be cool. We're going to have lots of, it'll be lots of fun. Uh, the last time Grand Prix Denver took place, I was the person in charge of running all the side events and collecting all the money and passing out all the product and running all the judges for the side events. I'm not going to put in that kind of work this year, this, this time around. Um, that was pretty much my last major stint for judging before I decided to hang it up and call quits on judging, um, partially because of my own running or dislike from, at the time, James Hung Lee, who uh, disliked me as a person, I guess, if that's to put it nicely, and at the time was the head of the judge program. But anyway, so I'm bringing you up to date about that. Uh, it's in other... So I hope to uh, get everything up and over the next few months. Everything we banged out will be all update for my own stuff. We'll have a regular set of schedules. I'm also the recruiting new people who want to host shows. I can give them some startup material if they so desire, maybe a little bit of insight in what it takes to make a show. Granted, I'm not going to do the editing for you because that's the most painful and most difficult part of work. It's not just recording. Recording the show is easy. Finding some topics to talk about, not so hard. Getting it, getting it recorded into an MPEG form, eh, not that difficult. Especially if you got a laptop with a microphone or, in my case, an actual dictation machine I carry around in my hand looks like a little microphone. Um, any of those kinds of things, piece of cake. You know, what I have, you can pick up for like 30 bucks or 40 bucks brand new off eBay now. And it's not that hard to get it recorded, get it said. It's not like I'm carrying around a $1,000 remote microphone. You know, get real, you know. Or you can do it straight online with a mic- with a simple $4 microphone and some headphones or like a $25 headset like you use for TeamSpeak or Rintrillo. And you can use a program called Guide and a follow-up add-on to that called Pam- uh, Pamela that allows you to record podcasts over the internet um, either through Skype or through Team- TeamSpeak. And you can just flat-out record you know, like you like you do on like raid runs for WoW for World of Warcraft or whatever. You know, you just swat out during that dual podcast type format if you really wanted to. So it's not hard to do that. The only difficult problem is actually editing, and that's the most painful and tedious part of the work. But keep you know, just, if you wish to uh, consider making your own magic related podcast, magic topical podcast, uh, let me know. My email address is otwellc at gmail dot com. That is o t w e l l c at gmail dot com. If you hear any other address specifically one from Earthlink used at any time in any of my shows between now and the time it's up to date. Ignore that. The correct address is otwellc at gmail.com. Those are the old addresses I had at one time. I used Earthlink for like five years. I've been using now Gmail for about a year and a half. I don't don't intend to ever switch from Gmail unless like, you know, something blows up and Google's bankrupt or something. Like, that'll ever happen. But I'm sure Dom would also like to have some more newer hosts, especially with new content, new ideas. Maybe you explore an area that hasn't been touched upon. You'll find that my topics will be generally both political and uh, like round-by-round coverage or event coverage stuff, mostly, or topic in, you know, after all, my, my, I have no topic in magic to say from my slicing it up and talking about it. And I will, you know, as you probably noticed in the last couple, because I, I released the Grand Prix Dallas event one prior to this, you'll notice that I'm also, pro, I'm also a big proponent towards finding and, and uncovering and ex- exploiting the names of known cheaters so that everybody becomes more educated on who to look for. Um, and I did that in Dallas quite a bit, actually. Quite a few cheaters there and publicly blasted their name. I have no problem with doing that. And if the DCI has a problem with me doing that, well, and I'm sure I'll hear about it sometime later. But you know what? Not, not like I work for the DCI. I just rack up amazing stats for them in, in sheer numbers. You know, after all, I'm now a part of 
over 1,000 events between judging and playing and, and tournament organizers, as well as over 2,500 recorded sanctioned matches in live Magic tournaments, and a relatively at times active and inactive player on MTGO, but I have an account that's capable of um, building about any extended deck in the current extended format, and about any Type 2 deck in the current Type 2 format, uh, or will within the next month, because I need to get caught up on 10th edition still. Uh, 10th edition and uh, Master's edition, both sets are a little bit behind on right now, but that's because I've just been short of money, since uh, I recently decided to, uh, it wasn't working between me and my uh, my uh, former wife, so we broke up again for the third time, this pretty much is the final, I'm pushing the divorce forward, and that'd be that, and hopefully by the end of the year, the divorce will be final, so uh, back to living by myself with my daughter, back in beautiful Colorado Springs, so at this point, it's a little bit, getting a little bit longer than I was originally planning on recording, so this is uh, the update show, that will insert in the middle, to let y'all know, and here I am, and uh, come listen to my stuff, this is Christopher Otwell, signing out, Road Warrior Otwell, check you later, peace.